What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mike and Max Off-Road Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Austin, and we're bringing you from the garage to the trail. And today is a little bit different. I'm on lockdown at the house, and uh, Max is working, so I'm going to try and do one alone. I'm going to phone in a couple people that I know, maybe get in touch with Max for garage talk, and I'm going to call our friend Richard, uh, who just got back from off the trail. So we will call him up first and go that route. But before, we got to have a nooner. Yeah. Even if I am on lockdown at home, don't mean I can't have me a beer. Know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, episode 44. Um, this is going to be audio only. No video to this one for obviously reasons because I'm doing it over the phone. So we have a friend, Richard Russell. We also call him Rich Russ. He's the owner of uh, Oscar Mike the Jeep. And he's also the owner of Rig Times over on Instagram. So we'll get in with him. Uh, that Jeep that he built is freaking phenomenal. It is 42-inch tires. It's a JKU. I don't know the year. Uh, silver, full-on, decked-out, full roll cage. It's got the B-pillar delete kit. 42-inch um, tires, bead locks, uh, Ultimate Dana 60s. But he's the owner of Rig Times uh, where he does special... It's kind of like, uh, well, we'll let him dis- we'll let him tell you what it's about. So hang tight and let's give him a quick call. While we're doing that, don't forget to like, subscribe, give us a follow, and um, share with a friend. Check us out on Keep It Simple Off Road on the YouTube channel, uh, and look at the video we just did. Max's Jeep build on his JK Liberty or KJ Liberty. Uh, that's up there right now. Go give that a, a checky out and hit the button, subscribe, and Max over at Maximum underscore Max underscore Max, and me at Keep It Simple Off Road or Arizona underscore Mike's Willies, and go follow our guest that's coming up now is Rich Russ at Oscar underscore Mike, I think it's 2013, and Rig underscore Times. All right, the one, the only, Rich Russ, Richard Russell. Hello, Rich Erd. Yes, sir. Russ, Richard Russell, buddy. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you doing, sir? Awesome. Welcome to the podcast, and thank you for being on. I appreciate it. I appreciate the invite. <laughs> no problem. So, real quick, so I just uh, filled in the, the the people. You've been on our show before, so they know who you are. But and we always go hashtag Rich Russ whenever we're making fun of anybody. You know, you in particular. <laughs> so <laughs> it's always good to hear. Right on. But hey, yeah. While I'm on here, thanks for those t-shirts, dude. I appreciate it. Um, oh, most definitely. Right on. So, real quick, you have the Oscar Mike Jeep, which is bad with a bone. I told him it's got uh, Ultimate Dana 60s on there, 42-inch tires. What else have you done? Uh, well, the motor stock, so that's a good part. Um, everything else is uh, ORIs all the way around, um, you know, nitrogen-charged uh, shocks. I've got uh, RPM fabs or RPM steerings, 2.5-inch or a two and a half ton steering setup. Uh, I've got aluminum links. I'm actually about to set up uh, the upper for the aluminum as well. Um, I've got an Atlas two-speed transfer case. Um, What's your gearing cage. on that? What's your gearing on that Atlas? Uh, I think it's a four point three to one. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, being an automatic, a five to one was a little bit too much. Yeah, you got a pretty good crawl ratio. I was watching you know, on some of your videos you just posted up. But uh, yeah, yeah, I think so. A um, little bit of wheel speed, but still allows me to crawl. Who made your cage? Uh, that was actually Justin Crowick, uh, otherwise known as Crash Fab, out of uh, California, nice. Northern California. And that was a full done. You tore everything out, did the B pillar yeah. delete, and a whole new cage. Yeah, he basically all in one fell swoop. He cut out the old uh, stock and uh, Synergy welding cage and just redid it all. It would have been too much work nice. to try to tie in new stuff with the old stuff so he says you know what i'm just going to leave the a pillar which is the one that's going through the uh through the the dash and then just tied all brand new rest of the stuff right on what um does that does that jeep still fit in the garage oh yeah actually so uh, i had big. it uh yeah it's an eight foot garage so i got plenty of room i just had to take the flag off the uh the trailer hitch other than that everything still fits even with the uh storage compartments that are up on the ceiling Gotcha. But barely, barely. I actually posted on uh, Instagram a, a couple of weeks ago how I just barely fit in there. I had like <laughs> maybe three inches left. Yeah, that's how mine is too, dude. I actually built the top of the roll cage to the garage door. 
So nice. setting on 40s on 40s. So I have one inch left, you know what I mean? To go to 40s because of 39s. But it's, uh, yeah, so Rig Times, you started that up. What exactly is that? So Rig Times is a, uh, right now it's, it's just an online collaboration where I feature the owners of the rigs. And it doesn't matter if it's um, Jeeps, Toyotas, Land Cruisers, Chevys, Fords. If it goes off-road, I want to feature it. Um, but I think the difference of what I'm doing, as opposed to most of the other stuff that's out there, is I feature the owners and then highlight the the vehicles themselves. Gotcha. Because um, essentially the vehicles wouldn't be what they are if it wasn't for the owners. Right on. Yeah. I still haven't been on that yet. <laughs> nope. Uh, well, <laughs> thanks to coronavirus, not many people have been either. Yeah. It's that questionnaire. I was dodging it for the questionnaire because I hate paperwork, <laughs> dude. <laughs> so. Oh, man. It's a simple couple of questions. You answer it, and then I do the rest. No big deal. But R- we'd definitely love to have you on. Right on. Yeah, man. Well, now, right now, my Jeep is working. So if this damn thing blows over or we can get out of this whole lockdown stuff, man, uh, I'm in. So, or you can send oh, it to I'll me. Maybe it. I'll start working on the paperwork, take a month. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, well, I can definitely send it to you. And if you want to send me pictures, we can, uh, we can feature it. But I, the, the other aspect is I want feature, I want pictures of you. And I know you don't really like being on camera. Right behind the camera. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> but all right, cool, man. So the reason that I asked you to be on was yes, sir. all of a sudden I noticed you're on the trailer, you're heading out to Big Bear and and it's like nobody kinda knew about that in our little group. You know what I mean? So so tell us about this trip you just did because you did it with Mischief Maker, Trail Reaper, right? Trail Reaper, recall. Yeah, Trail yeah. Reaper. Um, Scott Durkin and Holly, uh, Holly Fowler and her husband. Um, it actually ended up being, um, Scott had posted about, uh, him and Adam Pfeiffer and his crew coming from NorCal down to big bear. And, uh, you know, I just happened to post up on his Instagram post and I said, Hey, you know, one day I want to make it out. I didn't realize how close big bear was. And he said, Hey, cord also known as bombshell JKU. Um, he he said he was heading out there soon so i kid you not not even i i I may have hit i'm gonna contact him and as soon as i got done i sent a message to the cord and i said hey man i hear you're heading out to california do you think i can roll he's like the more the merrier um so we just started working it out the logistics of it uh we ended up getting a cabin with uh from scott's next door neighbor we got to stay there for a couple of days went up on thursday rode out friday on trails saturday on trails and then sunday kind of hit the town to see what it's like you know just to get a glimpse of what big bear is nice what what's the trail you did was john bear bull so there there were two on Friday and two on Saturday. The two on Friday were actually the the better ones of the two uh, of the two days. We hit uh, Motino and we hit Garden of Eden. Um, and if you saw my Instagram post, Motino is the one that uh, that got my door. Okay, yeah, I was wondering. I never did see where it got it though. There was no video of it actually getting tagged, right? Oh yeah, no, it's uh, it slid off and tagged it, and uh, huh. I had to back up and. As I was rolling past the camera that was taking video, um, I think that was Cord's wife. Um, you could see the skid marks across the door. Yeah, I saw that. So okay, so I, I just must have missed where it slid into the rock. Hmm. Yeah. So if uh, if you're watching the video, um, I'm pivoting on this rock, and it seems everything's going fine until my back end kicked out and I slid down, and the rock went right up against the door. And then when I had to back up. I backed up all the way to where the front tire um, got back behind that rock. And instead of what I should have done the first time was climb over it. Hmm. Um, yeah. That's where I hit the door. You know, it's Yay. funny. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Like uh, everybody has to pretend, oh, it's not that big a deal. I don't really care. I know it's part of wheeling, <laughs> but were you dying inside? <laughs> Cause it's so nice. Oh, man. The thing is, is when, when I fell, when I fell off the rock and I, I could see even with the, the inner door panel, I could see the door like uh. kick in and my heart just dropped. I'm like, Oh, is that but then of- I was like, all right, let me back up. 
let me get out and see what it entailed. And yeah, man, it's like, uh, it's like I underlined rig times on my door with <laughs> two gouges all the way across. Well, did you catch the B pillar or just the door? No, just the door. So well, luckily it wasn't, it was, yeah, it wasn't part of the body. It's just the door so I can take it. I'm actually, I've already talked to my paint guy. I wonder if, like, uh, no big deal. I wonder if you had those plastic doors like ready to rock, if that would have, if that would have survived that. Uh, you know, funny you mentioned that because uh, Ready to Rock actually contacted me about that. I said, hey, you should have had those plastic ones. Huh. I'm like, you know what? Should have, could have, would have, but hey, it happens. <laughs> right. <laughs> right on, man. So so you didn't know other than in, than social media? You never met these guys that you went with? No. Um, Cord was the only one uh, that I had known. Um, I knew Adam was, so we had, so when it first came out, it was just going to be a small group. Uh, but as it progressed, ended up being for Saturday run, pretty much like 80% of Genrite decided to come down or oh. come up, I should say, or come over from, from L.A. And it was, I mean, just a slew of, of Genrite people. And there was Genrite trucks and Genrite Jeeps and Genrite YJs and Genrite everywhere. But it was actually really cool. Everybody was down to earth. Everybody was having fun. Um, I met some really great people. Um, want to give a shout out to Sam. Um, he's the other, he was the other cook on the, on the trail on Saturday. Um, he had a, uh, uh, scottle as well. And we got to grilling and everybody started making fun. Like, Hey, you know, it's a scottle off and right. you know, who's going to be the better one. And he had me, I know he had me cause he had all the utensils and all the order or not orders, but all the condiments to go with it. And I'm sitting here with just skirt steak. <laughs> that's like every good. every time i pull out my hot dog next to steve and his fajitas you know <laughs> right his, steve's uh, got marinated fajitas i've been sitting there for yeah. two days marinating and rare alaskan lunchable rare alaskan caribou <laughs> for the meat right. and we got it we got a hot dog car or a hot dog lunchable yeah that's what was good. it last time he said he uh he had some alligator of course yeah. he was making fun it wasn't really alligator but yeah. Um, hey, he had us. He had us all going though. I thought it was, but <laughs> I thought it was too. That's pretty. Maybe good. it was just a placebo effect. It tasted different, <laughs> right? So, how hard were those trails compared to like uh, ones we know, like CD Table Mesa? Area? You know, I would say, man, they're to be honest, they're really not comparable. Um, it, you've got a completely different type of terrain. Um, for up there, they have a lot more larger boulders. They have boulder gardens. They have rock gardens to go over. Um, to give you kind of, if you can imagine doing the Harkwahala wash, yeah. but maybe the boulders and the rocks are probably about one and a half to two times larger. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's how I felt yeah. with uh, like Sledgehammer and stuff in King of the Hammers. Like those rocks yep. were just huge, dude. And that's actually what's comparable to is King of the Hammers because I mean you're you're really looking at the same terrain because it's all in that area oh. Johnson Valley and and, and uh, Big Bear up there, um, Rattlesnake Canyon that's all up there in that same area. So Rattlesnake Canyon and Motino Trail are actually if I if I remember correctly are part of the Johnson Valley uh, area. Um, so that's all the same terrain. Nice. Um, the Garden of Eden, Garden of Eden was a lot more. A lot more uh, i'd say a lot further into the mountains so you had a lot more vegetation but also had a lot more slick rock hmm. um which was a little bit more difficult for me to get to so i'm definitely looking to see what how these uh pit bulls are going to run on uh in moab whenever i know when daryl when, when we went to moab with daryl they fucking rocked you know what Did i mean they? Like, yeah they were awesome okay. they they're okay. they you can just hear them chirping you know but yeah i love the pit bulls so even if that yeah, dude is a lunatic <laughs> we were supposed to break them in in Moab, but well, nobody got that chance. Shit. Right, right. That's right. Though you're gonna do the Rubicon with us? Uh, I'm not gonna be able to because um, I'm getting ready for. I'm gonna be getting ready for a, a trail hero. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was my next question. You're gonna head out to Sand Hollow. Yep. Hmm. Yep. Gonna head out to Sand Hollow. Visit Dean and uh, his wife Kim, and uh, you know, see what we can do there. Right um, I know it's a different type of terrain there as well. So. So. So Holly's rig, and with your rig next to it, yours probably dwarfs hers. I've seen hers. It looks so big in the videos, but when I seen it at SEMA, it really wasn't that big. But it's always been the biggest one that they're out there. But 
But I heard her on the video saying, damn, that's a big Jeep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yes, I do sit taller than everybody else. Uh, Even more so when I sit next to like Adam Pfeiffer, oh, that one dude, and and his JK Titan 2.0. Oh, the guy that rolled Um, out of King of the Hammers. That's that guy. Yeah. Yeah, he came came down um, for Saturday and uh, rolled with us through uh, John Bull and Holcomb Creek. Damn, you're part of the hundred thousand dollar club now. Oh God, don't <laughs> remind me. Shit. How does a how does it. a guy with a piece of shit Willie's that's like fifteen grand get in that group? <laughs> Apparently, you just Dude, gotta you ask. Can, you just gotta ask because that's what I did. Yeah, that is I awesome. I thought that at first. I'm like, because when 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 I got invited to the or I got included into the the um, the group text chat, I started looking at all these names that are on here, and I'm like. You know, I'm not the starstruck kind, dude. Uh, you know, Hollywood and celebrities, they put on their pants the same way we do. It's no big deal. Right. But when I see, you know, Scott and Holly and, you know, Trail Reaper and stuff like that, I felt like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, uh, you know, little old me, I'm going to be rolling with these guys that have been trailing pretty much every trail that's across uh, across the United States. And uh, I think I held my own. Yeah, it really was it a good well. group for sure from what I saw. that's They are a good group and they all got uh, – because they all have like channels and stuff and they're all kind of in internet famous. What, um, what did it make it a lot slower? Everybody doing cameras or was it pretty much? So I think that's the difference. They didn't, uh, on Friday it was such a small group cause there was only, I think there were five total six, maybe, um, total rigs that went. Mm-hmm. Um, so it made it a pretty easy light going day. Um, Saturday was a little bit different. It was a whole bunch of people and it started out kind of discombobulated um, then we all kind of collaborated together and it was about maybe 20, 25 Jeeps. But then half the group got split off because another group that wasn't with us came in and barricaded in in front of us. And there was somebody that shouldn't have been on John Bull in a rig that had never been, that probably never seen off-roading. Mm. And it split our, it split our group into two to where we got to our lunch destination. We ate lunch. We started putting things away. And then the second group finally came. It was like that last trip to uh, Crown King where everybody get uh, like the first two groups at five and six a.m. Yep. were up in Crown King by nine, and everybody else was didn't show up until like three in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. When you're at the back of the pack, it's definitely the slower half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because you're always you're always relying on somebody in front of you not breaking. Yeah, but I tell you what, I I always sit there and make fun of people with trailers, you know, and stuff like that, but. Man, if I had a truck and trailer, I'd do a lot more of those things. It's just too difficult to drive the Jeep out there like that, you know? And the uh, Oh yeah. It's a pain in the ass where a truck and trailer truck and trailer would be so much nicer. I get the points of it for sure or the benefits. Maybe down the yeah. future. But And you know, I I get that. It's it's sometimes it's well, you know, I, I I do understand the aspect of just driving to the trail and getting up, airing down and bam, you're good to go and then you get done and you go back in your Jeep, you air back up and you're ready to go home, you right. know, but then, but then you come into summers like we have here and you're like, Oh my God, I still got to drive across the city. Well, just like yeah. the last time, like the last time we were in uh, Florence junction, yeah, that last a- hour and a half to two hours <laughs> was horrible. man. Yeah. That one's brutal, dude. That it is brutal. just sucked. And speaking of Florence on how, yeah, highway to hell. So on, on a somber note here, did you, um, you ever get a will with Javier? I got to wheel with Javier, but never on anything, anything tough. It was, uh, last time was uh, table Mesa. So we did upper and lower terminator. Um, you know, I wish I could have gone out um, uh, more with him. Cause I think the one, the one thing that he and I had together was the fact that both of our rigs were being built by RPM fab at the same time. Hmm. So anytime I was up there, he was up there. And anytime he was up there, I showed up and we talked and we got to know each other really well. And man, what happened to him hurts. When, yeah. when I found out I was, it was Sunday morning. Um, I had seen the group text between you guys and I was going, I was like, what the hell's going on? What, 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 what about Javier? You know? And then I started reading other, some other stuff that other people were posting and his, uh, um, you know, his, his son's, uh, mother, you know, she posted up and it just, it broke my heart, man. Cause knowing how, how much he's gone through his life and what he was doing and now he was building a, uh, he was, you know, having a buggy built cause he was just doing a lot more than that, than his Jeep was capable of. 
Yeah, that that was yeah. when I met him. I met him a couple of times out at Table Mesa, and that's what I noticed too. Like we, we used to always just be like, "That guy's crazy, man." He would try anything. And um, yeah. just real quick for the audience, those that don't know, we lost him a couple of weekends ago in a Jeep accident, and uh, unfortunately, he passed away. His kid, the kid, came out all right though, right? I mean, he's got some stitches, and last I heard, he yeah. was out. Okay, so yeah, but, I think he had uh, he had some lacerations from his uh, harness, but uh, other than that, he was he came out okay. Yeah, so. Hopefully he, that guy, the kid doesn't lose, uh, lose the wheeling bug. At least, you know, someone I did post, saw someone posted that was actually wheeling with him said he 100% ended up going out doing exactly what he wanted to do and the way he loved it. So that's a bonus. Yeah. You know, we had, that's, a, I had if a, there's definitely a way to go, it's still, it's doing what you love to do. Yeah, for sure. Unfortunately, a little too soon, but yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah. But uh, that's cool. Yeah, he was a good dude. Um, he was a good dude. I, I never got a wheel with him because he was a little too crazy for my blood. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like when he'd be at 7 o'clock at night, hey, let's run through CD real fast. And then him and old man Bob would go through it and be like through the whole thing in like 45 minutes, you know. They were flying. Yeah, or what was the last one? He uh, They did they did the, squ- uh, uh, the filter, the actual filter at Paiute Draw. And he took a full-size oh, Jeep yeah. up the filter. That I'm was like, even that's baldy. even before he was buggied out. Before he did the back yeah. half on it, yeah, that's insane. Yeah, exactly. He, he was still a full uh, full uh, full bodied uh, full bodied Jeep and taking the filter. I'm like, duh, dude, that's yeah, no, nah, I'll nice. keep mine looking pretty. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. He, he, but like you said, you know, somebody he posted online that he wanted to he wanted to be like local famous. You know what I mean? He wanted to join yeah. with the Arizona Undertakers and just wheel the yep. shit out of it. And he didn't care about real fame. He just wanted to be local fame. You know, he wanted yep. people to know who he was. And uh, and that was a good dude. And he always, always pushed, you know, like the epitome of four wheel. So that's pretty dope. So with that. Yeah. But with that being said, got to get this across to everybody. Doesn't matter how stupid you look. Doesn't matter how much you think it's a pain in the ass. Always wear your safety harness. Always wear your safety belts. Always keep them on because you just never know. Yep, yep. Most people get hurt or getting hurt when they're not on. So for, for exactly. Sure. Yeah, that's uh, it's funny because even it for me it's natural. I don't even think twice about it. Even in our flood video up at Piat. I buckle up in the middle of a flash flood. So like I'm waiting my turn. I get in the Jeep and my hands are buckling up. You know what I mean? Even though I'm looking for water. So it's, uh, you know, there's nothing wrong with that though. You don't even at know anymore. At that, point, at that point, it's second nature. You do it. You don't have to worry about it. It's not something to think about. Yeah. I can't um, tell you how many times I don't have a garage door opener in my Jeep. I can't tell you how many times I get in the garage, I jump in, buckle up, back out into the, out of the driveway, and then have to unbuckle, get out and shut the so. garage door. <laughs> it happens almost every freaking time, dude. So uh, that's yeah. actually funny. Yeah. So right on. All right. Well, we'll move along from that. God bless that guy, and uh, you know, happy trails. Um, yeah, that's it, man. Hey. What's your, uh, well, you got any upcoming, up, so Sand Hollow is the next thing, Trail Trail Hero? What's up? Well, so John Patrick hit me up, uh, uh, um, as you know, ready to rock, and uh, he's thinking of doing um, uh, Die Hard. Mm. So I think um, I think that's the next one that we're going to, I've got a couple things that I've got to work out some bugs. Damn. Um, Man, if I had but, that front uh, Dana 60, I'd be all over Die Hard right now. Yeah, I just I've talked now I'm, with um, uh, what's his name? The guy with the Toyota buggy. Oh, I, I'm totally drawing a blank right now. Dave, Dave Yavita, Avita. He's oh, okay. He said he's been bound. He says every time he goes in there, he always thinks he's going to break an axle because he gets so bound up. And then I was talking with my buddy Drew, who's a good friend of mine and was an air, uh, undertaker at one point. He's taken his YJ through there like seven times. And he said he has never had a good trip through there ever. Except, but then Damn, you talk man, to guys like you got me all freaked out, <laughs> dude. But then you talk to guys like um, Aaron Towns who walked through it and said it wasn't even as hard as as collateral damage, and uh, yeah, that's really? crazy. Yeah, same thing with man, Javier, that's... dude. Javier said the same thing. He said collateral damage was harder, but I don't know, man. I well, walked. Hell, we it. can blow through collateral damage, so dude, hmm. I walked. I walked die hard, and there was parts where we didn't even know where to go. Like we're we don't even know how to get up. <laughs> like, no, really. How how yeah. do the fuck do you get around this? Yeah, I would walk it first for sure, unless you know somebody oh, that yeah. has the line. Aaron. Um, so I know what. So both, from what I understand, last couple times that both John and uh, John Patrick and and, and Don Rycroft have gone to um, have gone to to uh, Die Hard. Um, the first time, if I remember correctly, John 
blew a radiator, actually cracked his radiator open and then blew a rear, um, rear brake line. Mm. So I don't remember what happened the second time, but neither time have they been able to actually make it through the entire, the entire way. Nice. When do you think that's going to do a night run on that? Cause it's so freaking hot. Uh, I think they were talking about an early morning, like be there when the sun actually comes up and yeah, and get through it and then be out before the sun blisters everybody. Let me know when you go, maybe I'll, maybe I'll try to go in as far as I can and then turn around when I don't feel good. Or you can ride (laughs) along either way. Oh yeah. Hell, I'll ride through it. Yeah. In a heartbeat. Okay. Let me know. Um, yeah, I can, I'll definitely do that. All right, cool. The, uh, yeah, what, Um, that's, that's cool, man. What, what else you got? You got anything else? You got anybody, uh. No, nah, man, just hanging outs. out with the crew here and, and you know, do what the uh, night runs because I don't think I'm going to do a day run anytime soon. It's too damn hot now. Yeah, me neither. I'm going to do a – I'm going to try to hunt down that dead doe wash up north, and then after that I'm probably just going to hang in till the Rubicon. So. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, dude, I wish I could go to the Rubicon, but life ain't going to allow that. Yeah, I, I li- I've seen Sand Hollow. That looks super awesome too, but I think – what I like the most is I'd have way more fun at the Rubicon. So, now why would you say that though? I mean, what would what do you think would be the difference? Mm, I'm just all about the pine trees and you know, like being oh, there and the camping and like the other stuff. I'm, you know, I, I actually am an overlander <laughs> that just happens to have a rock crawler, but it's uh, we're we're wouldn't know. the other ones are they just look it looks like Moab kind of super steep and sketchy and stuff my Jeep doesn't like so. <laughs> And yeah. so that's that's what I thought as well, but others have told me uh, just the opposite. They they said that Sand Hollow is, although looks similar, it's actually quite different from uh, from uh, Moab. So that's hard to say. Yeah, that trail uh, the fallen. I haven't been to, so I don't know yet. That trail the fallen looked really badass when that that buggy. I think it was Dean Irving. He's got the buggy that did yeah. that front dig to slide it over to the crack. That was dope. So yeah. Yeah, that's badass. Maybe, I don't know. Who knows if the Rubicon falls through? I'll head over that way. You know, right now, everybody's up in limbo as to what the hell this country's going to do. I know. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't been, I, dude, I, got, I actually turned Facebook off. I, I, didn't, I didn't get rid of it because of the keep it simple stuff, but it was yeah. just getting outrageous, you know? And uh, so I changed my password and then deleted it off my phone. And I did a password that was just random. I wasn't looking and I sent it. So I have no way to log back in. So the, uh, but dude, it, that's now for, it's been a week that way. And the amount of time and amount of shit that I've gotten done, my Jeep's back together, it's running. I ordered all the parts I need to fix my swing out. Um, it's moving along. My fridge is mounted. Everything's good to go. I've been to the lake. You know what I mean? Um, oh, that's good though. Yeah. It's freaking awesome, dude. All from literally getting off of Facebook. It was, it was a miracle. But, uh, but by doing that and not watching news or anything, I went to go to Walmart and they were like closed at six and I was like, what the fuck? And so I guess we're back on lockdown or something. I don't know. Uh, who knows? Uh, I know the, the governor put a, not a mandate, but allowing the municipal, the local municipalities to put mandates across. So yeah. not to get too deep into that. Cause every, I'm sure everybody that's listening or watches fully knows what's going on. Yeah. And we've been um, making it a but, point not to bring any of that shit up. Anything outside yeah. of off-roading we've been trying not to bring up like that. So yeah. yeah <laughs> Funny thanks, you mentioned bro. that. Cause I posted, <laughs> I posted something and I was like, Oh wait, they said no more. So I, quickly deleted it and yeah. i was like no 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 we're gonna keep it strictly uh off-road i was gonna start a uh, uh another messenger board that was insta fame politics only you can leave the group immediately if you don't want to hear any of this shit but leave a few of us to voice because now <laughs> now that facebook is gone i got nowhere to say anything but then again i'm not really paying attention anymore so it's and a blessing might actually be the option to do it's just uh just to turn it off yep it's beautiful it's beautiful i feel liberated <clears throat> so right on brother well hey man I'm gonna let you go. I appreciate you calling or letting me call you in, <laughs> getting on here with me and saving uh, saving this one and try this uh, over the phone kind of stuff. And that's it. No, I appreciate the phone call. Uh, yeah, well, you know what? Actually, before you go, real fast sure. on that trail, who is the best wheeler there? Who handled their rig the best? Mm, I would say on on Friday it was me because no. I'm the one that got the one and done. Everybody else had to try a couple times. Ooh, were you the last in line, though? Did you get to see everybody else fuck up? <laughs> uh, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's you're badass when you do one and done first. <laughs> you know I what I mean? I <laughs> learned what not to do. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Uh, but no, it was uh, it was it was it was fun wheeling with completely 
different rigs. And that's the thing about, I think that's the thing about this entire sport is you can have a Jeep from, you know, stock from the dealership and start to build it yourself. And as soon as you put one part on it, it goes its own separate line and you do your own separate thing. Every rig is completely different. And that's one of the reasons I absolutely love the trail reaper that that rig is just, it is sex on four wheels. Yeah, It is everything he's got on it. He meticulously, um, you know, put his mind to it before doing anything on it. And that, you know, how he did his cutting brakes with his redundant line locks. It's just, uh, I literally, I wanted to take his interior and drop it in a mine because it is just that, that cool. badass, huh? Yes, I see him is. a few times out at Moab, but I never actually stopped and looked at the Jeep. Hmm, Next time you see him, man, it is worth just watch, just looking at it. Yeah. So to. worth it. That's cool. Who did you hit it off best with? Uh, You know what? I'll actually say Holly because my son, Joaquin, came with me. Um, You saw in a couple of videos. Yeah. Um, I'd say Holly because for some reason those two clicked it off, nice. and and Walter was the uh, uh, the gummy bear guy. Every time uh, Joaquin would walk up to him, he'd hand him some gummy bears, and Holly would do the same. Were they weed um, gummy bears? <laughs> no wonder he got along so good. <laughs> well, you know, he kind of started wondering because normally on sugar he'd go nuts. He just kind of calmed down a little. Yeah, bit. they are from California, you know. <laughs> the kind of edibles. No, I think they're from uh, New York. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? They, uh, I didn't they, know that. Yeah, they lived. Yeah, they they lived in New York. Uh, um, he still works. He he can work remotely. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they even. I mean, they still have. It was funny. We were talking. Um, we we got to talking about guns and stuff like that. And she's like, "I'm so jealous. I wish I could." He's like, "But I can't." And then I look at her plates, and she still has New York plates, so she's technically a New York resident and can't That's get right. guns anywhere else. So I'm like, you know, you can change your residency to Arizona. And then you can get a gun without a license. Uh, no kidding. So what? Um, with New York, what what do they have in? She's a Scot- Scottish, right? So what do they use in Scotland? Like stones? <laughs> Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> she's got a slingshot um. with stones. She's killer at it. <laughs> <laughs> what was that thing called? A trebuchet? Yeah, I have no so idea. So one where it's, a, it's like a big slingshot that swings it backwards and then over. Yeah, you swing it around and let one side go or whatever. Yeah, something yeah. like that. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, back from the medieval times. All I know is they huck telephone poles and shit for light height. And, <laughs> and yeah, well, dude, <laughs> if, if, you, if you met her husband, you'd understand why she was uh, attracted to him. He's six foot ten. You like big dudes? That guy <laughs> is tall. But one of the biggest teddy bears, very soft spoken, really, really cool guy. Yeah. Completely unnatured from what you you know when you look at him. Right on. Um, but really, really cool guy. Um but so yeah, I'd say I'd say Holly's probably the one I hit it off the best with. Um, but they're all really cool people. Like Friday night and Saturday night we had uh dinner with Scott and his family. Um and we were next door to each other, had people over Saturday night we had a pizza party. Friday night we cooked steaks and stuff like that. So it was all in all a good time. And I think that's the big that that's that in addition. It doesn't matter what group you're with. When you get to off road and you get to wheeling, you look at everybody's rigs and you look over each other. The camaraderie you build and the relationships you gain far outweigh any bullshit you got to deal with on a day to day basis. Hands down, it's just like that shit just goes away. I'm so freaking shy, though, dude. I know it doesn't sound like it, but when I get in big groups like that, like it took me two or three years of going to Moab before I actually started to feel comfortable there. You know what I mean? Really? Like, yeah. I don't know why. When I get around people, I just, especially people I don't know, I'm pretty much quiet. The, uh, uh, you know, I can see that, though. Uh, it's, it's big crowds are, are intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because I don't have, I, I feel like, um, my skill level's not where it should be in wheeling, you know? Are you kidding? No, I'm dead serious, dude. So I always think everybody could outwheel me. I don't know why. I always feel like I'm the least built and the worst skills. So I don't nah, know why. But Nah, man. You got to get over that because you got a wheelie as I can wheel. Right. <laughs> and, mo- and many, many people can't say that. Yeah. Right on. Cool, man. All right, then. On that note, <laughs> thanks, bro. I'll let you go. And, uh, I'll see you on the next trip. Sounds good, bro. All right, bro. Talk to you soon. See you. Take care. Bye. That was awesome. That was a good group. Head over to his Instagram and see those videos. I think Holly posted a couple videos as well if he doesn't have them on there. So Mischief Maker and um, 
Oscar Mike and Rig Times. That was pretty badass. So, all right. Uh, this is actually kind of fun. I'm going to try and give Max a call next and uh, see what's going on in the garage. See if he's done working. I'm sorry. The person you were trying to reach has a voicemail box. Motherfuckers. Motherfuckers. What the fuck? Oh, I got your first thumbs up. What's up? I got it. That's me, bitch. Up there, number one thumbs up. That's me. What? Oh, on the video? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering who did it. I was like, damn, I'm in it that right now. Crazy. I'm trying to watch it. You just interrupted me. This is by far my favorite fucking video you've ever made. Really? Hey, so far. Why? Why? Hey, why? Let me, Go ahead. No, like, out of all, I love, no, I'm just saying, all, all the videos that you make, you make all these, video, all these videos. Yeah. I, I've got my own opinion on all of them. I just do it. I, I, you know, I hope you understand. It's just literally from the outside point of view of just trying to help see a different angle is why I try to give, you know, negative criticism all the time. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just trying to think outside the box. This particular video I've really enjoyed watching. Really? I like this. I like the speed of it. I like the simplicity of it. I like the fact that we're moving on with the story. I like the absolute badass fucking rock crawling that it started off with. And I was just thinking when you called, he should end this up with, see, just keep it simple. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't need to go through all that garbage. <laughs> this is the long way around. That's funny. So the um, so you're actually live on the podcast right now. No shit. <laughs> yeah. this, those are real. Those are legit. Before I even knew that was legit. That was my favorite one. I really, really enjoyed it. Really? You know what it is? I don't is know I why. Think, it's because well, I like the speed of it. It's probably because I've only put out like podcast videos lately, not an actual video. You know what I mean? That's an amazing, amazing story, and you've compacted it into like 20 minutes. Hmm. In a lot of detail. Really? It's yeah, it's super cool. It's a lot of fun. I, I mean, right now you're tearing out the whole undercarriage of the thing, man. That that's as far from keep it simple as you can, but it's it looks like you did it in a weekend. Oh, nice. So you haven't you haven't been to the end of it yet, huh? I'm not. Yeah, I'm trying to get there. You called. I was um, <laughs> three three quarters way through, and I was interrupted. All right, cool, man. The end's good. <laughs> See you, brother. All right, bye. Yeah, that was Sean, our go-to um, hot wing sauce guy. So on that note, I'm going to make this podcast short and sweet. I appreciate Richard for calling in with those stories. It was very interesting to watch. I wish I was there. And uh, hopefully I will look forward to riding with you or driving also on Die Hard coming up. Don't forget to like and subscribe, folks. I appreciate it. And uh, on that note, take care. Um, I want to thank um, Complete Off-Road for that badass diff cover. Uh, I haven't bashed it on a rock yet, but it's working good. It's working great and looks damn good in the back. Oh, that's Max chiming in there. Okay. Well, he said, call him up real quick. And now we're on to Garage Talk with Max Krause live on scene in a garage. Garage Talk. Right. <laughs> yeah, man. So hook us up. Tell us what you're doing over there. Well, uh, during the week, I was uh, coming over here to our buddy's house, and we're helping him with uh, a couple of those monster valves, inst- installing some of those monster valves. Yeah. And, um, you know, just trying to figure it out and uh, drilling the holes, tapping it, you know, getting everything fitted with the pipe dope. Dude, what'd you think? So, uh, what'd you think of tapping? It's scary at the at the end there, huh? Yeah. Um, he actually did most of that, and um, I watched. Oh, cool. But, <laughs> was it, did, did the angle, uh, was he able to get a drill in there, or did you guys have to take a, the bead lock Yep, off? just a standard drill. No, nice. nope, he didn't take anything off. Just And you know how uh, Steve's rim have that star pattern in them? Yep. And his 90 degree chuck was actually interfering once the monster valve got installed with that, um, that circle, the inner circle and the star. So he did, uh, one of our other buddies went to the store and he ended up getting a little 45 degree brass piece and then like a little half inch spacer. So now it's actually taller and 45 degrees. So that monster valve chuck can air it up that much easier. Oh, good to know. So if you have the, the, the rims yep. with that star, internal star, that big ass star, you got to yep. mo- modify it a bit. That's cool. That's good to know. And and I think it did work. It's just way easier now to use it, you know? So like yeah. you, you, you're not like, you, you know, you're not leaning it on it or it's not, there's no pressure on it. it it's just going to work um, a lot more conveniently. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. So we got all five. Did you yeah. use Loctite or um, the thread pipe? Nope. Pipe. Uh, yeah, like pipe dope, like yeah. a thread pipe. That's what yep. I thought to use because that shit works on the Jeep and it, or, you know, like even on the manifold and it stops water. So I would think yep. it would stop air. The, um, yep. 
But then I was you know, talking the, with Jason from Wheel and Wine and Whiskey, and he said he said you should have used Loctite. Interesting. But I, I wonder if want, they make it thicker Loctite. Dude, I wouldn't want to put Loctite on a, on an aluminum rim like that. I know aluminum like blue Loctite is meant for that, but let's say oh. you hit a rock and you break that off, getting that other thread out of there, Loctite it in would be a bitch, man. You know? Yeah, good point. You know, he did. Um, he didn't have the pipe dope when we started, and he was trying to use the tape. Oh, and yeah. that one leaked like crazy. So yeah, um, fuck that tape. That tape's horrible. It, it was not that. It, it would not have done the job whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, I could totally see that. Um, so you got all five done. Did you get any more done on yours? No, not yet. Yeah. Not yet. Hopefully, uh, I find a little bit of time on on the weekend tomorrow yeah. to uh, get that done. That'd be nice because I st- I do still have three more to do. I I got the two done like the way the Jeep was facing in the garage. So mm-hmm. um, I actually drove the Jeep today. Oh, nice. So I'm going to park it in the other way. And then I think it'll, you know, if it's all set up easy and ready to go, I'll just take a tire off, take the ring off, put it in, put it back together. Mm-hmm. You know, now that I got it down to like 30 minutes a tire, um, it, it won't be so bad. Right. Dude, I took when I, I the first time I drove the Jeep was the other day. Um and it had set for like six weeks, dude. I looked at the video Damn. from the last time I parked it. It was still aired down from when we went out back. <laughs> so I took off. It was like square tires. Oh, that crazy dude. out back wheeling trip. Yeah. So With that's how long it's yeah. been set. Yeah. And it's fucking been aired down the whole time, and I had no idea. So when I took off, it was like literally square blocks on the wheels. Oh, it was. Yeah, I was. I was just about to ask that too. Like, did did you have flat spots? But yeah, I thought Damn. the thing was going. Dunk, dunk. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, right on, man. Um, so I put up your build video. What do you think? Did you you saw it? That video is awesome. Yep. Yeah, you like that? It? I, I I was really happy with it. You know, I was I I don't know what I was expecting, but I was thinking it was just gonna be like. Oh look, you know, like we built the frame, we did some of that, you know, like the Jeep got put together. But I, I like the intro with the old Jeep and you know, like the reason for building the Liberty. Yeah. And then there's like a whole wheeling video at the end, basically. Yeah. So yeah. that that really came out. That was that was awesome. Yeah, Sean liked I, it I really too. Like he, it. he called up and he said, uh, he's like, dude, that moved along pretty good. He said, you basically yeah. did that whole build in 20 minutes. Like that was and you did very wheeling. entertaining. Yeah, yeah, very entertaining. The only thing I, the only thing he said, complaint wise, was that he wished there was more video of the fire. And I told him, dude, that was a live picture that I had to like slow yeah. down and fill in, like double it up to fill it in. Yep. But uh, that's the longest I could get of that whole clip, man. Unfortunately, I was like, I did, I did notice that because I knew there was no video. No, or there's no video that I took, and luckily it was a live photo. You yeah. know, it could have just been um, a photo. Yeah. Like, had had the phone not been set up correctly, or just luckily it was set up for live photo. Which gave us that half a second, then stretched out yeah. to 40. That was pretty good. But he, I was like, you know, I don't really think Max was too interested in taking photos when his Jeep was yeah. burning to the ground. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, that was, that was already, um, you know, someone who was there that had pulled over. Like, we had already pulled all the like the spare tire out, all the tools, all like the CO2 tank, you know, anything that could still be like a bomb basically, you know, like, or anything of value tools, like while, while it was contained to the engine fire. And, um, that's, you know, and at the same time, somebody else was trying to put out the fire. So, you know, maybe not the smartest to worry about your stuff in the middle of a vehicle fire, but no, um, I I think so too. I mean, you, you know what, you don't really know, you don't know what you're, you're kind of in a shock. You know what I mean? You don't really know what to do. So, but, um, yeah, that was cool. I I figured it would make you want to sell the Liberty and buy another JK because it it was, because that Jeep wheeled so good. Yeah. And the video makes it look like that too. You know, it's like even, even, um, somebody else was commenting on it that, um, they're like, damn, that was your old Jeep. That thing's way better. (laughs) But it had that huge ass payment. You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, seriously, same Jeep without the payment and be a whole different story. So, Exactly. Yeah. So thank you insurance company for paying it off. Right. I, I, I appreciate you. Yeah. And luckily and, uh, you were able to salvage what you did. You know, what's crazy though is, you know, I know you fixed all these, these things since then, but man, listen to how bound up your Jeep was on the first, first trip out, dude. Like it was, yeah, that was the, um, that was the coilover still hitting the frame Yeah. and, and the springs were being like forced out of the buckets on the coilovers. So luckily nothing got damaged, you know, during that time. Yeah. It just shows um, you the difference between real world flex versus your garage flex. Yes. 
yeah, really moves a lot more out in the real world. Big time. So, you know, and and even in the garage, I knew it would be tight because the tire at full stuff would rub on the springs, and the shock at full droop would rub on the frame. Yeah. So like it was already in like that little tiny happy medium spot of the vehicle where they could even go. And um, even then I still ended up like cutting into the frame and the body to notch out like a nice oval shape so that they wouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. And, and I, I don't recall if on the, the, um, that, that very first run, if that was already notched out or not, that, that might've been one of those things I had to fix like right away. Yeah. I think once it, we took it out wheeling. Yeah. I think it was after that first one because, uh, yeah. yeah. Cause I remember you were saying like, yeah, it was hanging up and pulling it out of the spring, right. Or pulling the coil yep. off of the bucket thing. It was like side loading the shock really hard, like hard enough to unseat the spring. Yeah. So I mean that that would have for sure caused some damage, you know. And uh, if I had just kept wheeling it. Yeah, it was good. It, it made me miss wheeling for sure. I'm really joking yeah. to go out bad. Yeah. So, but uh, especially like the uh, like, you know, it had a, a couple of good like uh, fast wheel spin clips on the black JK going up some of those obstacles at Table Mesa, you know. Yeah. Or like, dang, like it's always cool to see like someone being like going at it a little harder you know like it doesn't always have to be that perfect slow crawl you know yeah because um for like an action shot it looks it looks way cooler way cooler yeah yeah you or that one where you go up to v-notch um not yep. the one that you exactly. slid in but the the other one where yep like steve that's I exactly think, what i was thinking of yeah it walks right up there super fast i was like damn that looks good dude when it came from the mm-hmm. back that was a cool shot and then but, uh, if you notice when it was when the video was showing it from the back, those were those um, BFG KR2 tires that the, those were like the actual stickies. You oh, know? right. So that's why you know there's a few times where I walked up that obstacle in like five seconds because it didn't. It almost doesn't matter where you put your tires. You know, you just have so much grip that that's, um. That's it, the ones you're trying to. Up. That's the ones you're trying to go back to, right? Nope. I'm no the newer oh. version. Oh. The um. So it'll still be the race tire. But it'll be the KR3 with the small lugs. Oh, nice. But a sticky version of it, or no? Yeah, I, I'm not sure 100%. It's for sure not labeled like the red dot sticky. Gotcha. But I think it's just like a soft. I think it's the same as the Toyo. It's just like a softer compound racing tire. That's not It's not really a sticky, and it's not really like a full street tire. Yeah. Man, if I had a truck and trailer, dude, I would totally have stickies. Just because yeah. the, the, just the, the extra grip, dude, is so worth it. It's crazy. It, yeah. It's but, you insane. know, I, I drove those real stickies to Payson at least two times and all over Phoenix for, like, six months. Yeah. And I never noticed any difference. And, like, they never went bald. They, I never noticed any huge tire uh, wear. And, I, you know, I stole those tires after the, the Jeep burnt down. Yeah. You know what's so, uh, I mean? I still got my money back. I'm in the sticky part of my tire that I'm on now, the ones we have, you know, cause yeah. they have like a hard compound on the outside and then it goes to a sticky version on the inside. And, mm-hmm. um, if, you know, as the race goes on, that's the point of it or whatever, but dude, they're wearing down so fast right now. It's not even funny. Really? Yeah. They're like, it would did really good for a long time. And then all of a sudden whew, I'm down to almost, well, it's not almost nothing, but they're definitely yeah. down there for sure. I was looking at them Damn. the other day, dude. And I swear Ever since I got those 2019 Toyos, they those ones grip phenomenally better than the old ones. Oh yeah, just just because they're not old and hard, or you know, or may, who knows, maybe someone did like a 20 minute burnout on one of those. Yeah, and like they're they're cooked, you know. So who who knows what the difference is? Man, those those when I did uh, when I bought those King of the Hammer ones from that one race, they were so fried from being smoked like yeah. that. They were like yeah. rock hard. But yep. um, did you see the hood shots? It was Jeep hood shots video that Drew, or I'm sorry, that Dewey sent in? You know, do or Will and Buddy Dewey's got the the little two door orange. Yeah, the one orange. Out. Yeah, I don't Just, know. I, I don't think so. Dude, he's following somebody in a black four door JK that's going across the river, and it looks out at Table Mesa. It is flowing crazy, bro, and he almost doesn't Just, make it out. Just yeah. recently, or yeah. like, do you think it's old? No, I think it's recent. I don't know how Damn. the hell it'd be recent unless they're flowing something. I don't, I don't know why, but yeah, it's on Instagram today. You should check it out. It's badass, dude. It floats nice. like that time you, you did log corral <laughs> and you're, Oh floating. my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> like the, the tub was actually floating. Yeah. Like yeah. The, yeah. right at the exit too. Same thing with this guy, dude, it starts to come out and then he starts to get stuck, but luckily he got out too. But I was like, you got to have huge balls to drive across that. Cause it's, it's wide. I, I bet you, 
I bet you that's the Wolf 4x4 guy because I've been seeing a lot of posts with him and Dewey going out together. Gotcha. I bet so. I bet I think so too. I think that's actually in the comments. Yeah, now that I think about it. Nice. I'm an idiot. Right on, man. So, uh, what else you got? You just uh, any plans for the Jeep this coming weekend? I would definitely like to finish the three other monster valves, and then I still have to install three more of those weld washers because oh, yeah. I had a couple like oblong holes, you know, when I was redoing all my uh, bushings in the rear end, like where I could like even with the bolt in it, I could just jiggle it all around, you know. Mm-hmm. So I had um, I had those already laying around at the house, so I want to finish that up. So there's like just no more slop in the rear end, and then it, then it's ready to go wheeling again. So we got to plan that Flagstaff trip. Yeah, yeah, I'm definitely ready for that. I, it, well, it might just it might just take me a week or two, but I, I just want it to be all done and right, you know. So there's no freaking crazy surprises. Nothing gets skipped. I'm yeah. ready to go to. <laughs> no no that. reason to break down. Yeah, I but I still feel a little clunk in my links. I have those new bushings to put in there and relube everything, but fuck that takes yep. so long. And oh yeah, you still have to do like all of them. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, I've done one, two, three. I've done the lowers. I just have to do the uppers. But oh, that's it's not a, too bad. No, but it's still a pain in the ass. You got to get on jack stands, and you know what yep. I mean. It's a big nuisance. But and my jack's broke. That's why I haven't done it. I don't have a jack that's currently. Uh, that's right. You still you wouldn't buy that one because you I'm couldn't a, get the twenty dollars off. Cheap asshole. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. Yeah, whatever. That's awesome. I should have because I it fucking thing was so heavy to put in the cart. I had already had it in the cart, <laughs> but, and now you have to go lift it again. I know, and hope, but it probably won't have the blue one. And how dumb! But honestly, uh, I swear it's harder to get that type of heavy stuff out of the cart and into the truck than it is to get it like off the shelf into the cart. Yeah, like the the hard part is when you get into the parking lot, <laughs> and, and all of a sudden, have you ever tried to pick something up out of the shopping cart and you're like. How the hell did I get this in here? You know? Dude, I, I laid it across the top of the shopping cart. You know, so oh, hopefully good. that it wouldn't. Not inside. Yeah. I was thinking a little bit ahead. but You know, and I was I was thinking of the tile I bought when I, when I did some a little project in the kitchen. And the, the 24-inch by 12-inch box of tile was so heavy, I almost couldn't get it out of the uh, shopping cart when I, when I was at the truck. Somebody was telling me that you were helping to move something and you, you were – it was so heavy, you just kept farting. Who just told me that? What would you just move? <laughs> I think it was Steve. Were you moving like a bed or something? What were you moving? And he said it was so yeah, heavy. That you was you. Farting. That was you when we moved the piano. I know. That's what it reminded me of. But somebody oh. just said that. Just literally like. I, I bet you someone was just talking about that story. Oh. I, yeah, I, I, haven't, moved, I haven't moved anything recently. <laughs> you haven't picked nothing up heavy? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> that's too funny, dude. Right on, man. All right, cool. Well. That's all we need for this. And uh, on that note, folks. Keep crawling. Right. Oh, no, wait. That's not us. That's not us. Hang on. That works. (laughs) Stay reckless. (laughs) (laughs) All right, dude. I'll talk to you later. Later. Bye.